Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today's episode of the Realest Podcast Ever is brought to you by Brand Dilly Marketing Creative. Brand Dilly MC is a family-run, black-owned design firm and print shop located in Raleigh, North Carolina. They've been around since 2001 and print everything from business cards to booklets to the famous stand-up banner that you guys see every week on our videos for TRPE. We, they print and ship nationwide and offer standard, next-day, and same-day printing options. And for the month of August, they're giving out some great specials to all the TRPE listeners. You can get 1,000 full color four by six postcards for only $55. You can get the retractable stand-up banner with a carrying case for only $125. And then the final special is 1,000 full color business cards with any finish that you want for only $27. All of these specials are available by calling 919-278-7896 and mentioning TRPE or by using coupon code TRPE at www.bmcprinting.com. That's using code TRPE at www www.bmcprinting.com What up, what up? We back, baby. Week off. Back in this hoe. <laughs> a, a week off that it was uh, impromptu. <laughs> impromptu week off, but we needed it. Yeah. We, we needed the week off, man. You know what I'm saying? We need y'all to appreciate this product for what it is and the, the hard work and the presentation that goes into giving y'all this show every week. In case you don't know, you're listening to the realest podcast ever. It's your boy C. Diddy. I'm Matt Makes. Oh, no, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> almost had a regression. Almost take, take a week off. Almost slipped up. Can Actually, I, we had like ten days off. It was more than a week. It was more than a week. I'm gonna keep pushing this one week agenda. Can I? Can I go right into my y'all weird? <laughs> <laughs> um, my my y'all weird man. First week of August. Um, bus passengers who, who receive <laughs> uh, monthly benefits from the government. Gotcha. They were in rare form this week. The shit I saw from people, man. It, it was unreal. I really don't understand why our people are this angry, are this just... So much angst. So so much just vile. <laughs> it's like, yo. I, I, I'm driving a bus, man. It's, it's a lady who gets on my bus like every day. And she's mentally challenged. Okay. I guess that's the proper term yeah. or whatever. But she's nice. Black lady. She's always talking. She, it's, she speaks to everybody get on the bus. She always giving compliments. I like your shoes. I like your head. I, you know, I like you. Yeah. And for some odd reason, man, this lady just snapped on it. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody hear that. I'm just like, yo, 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 yo. Cool. If, like, for what? Right. She like, oh, she's always fucking talking. To I'm like, dog, she, she's saying hi. She said right. she liked your, your, your purse, even though it's whack. She right. said that she said <laughs> even she, though it's corny as she shit. She said she liked your purse. Like, why are you mad at? It? And I, I'm just like, yo, why y'all so like, why y'all like, like this? Ah. And then I, I ah. went down. Excuse me, I went down to the other end of the line and I came back up. The lady is screaming. I'm talking about physically screaming at me oh, because the three rode past her. I'm like, this is the 54. <laughs> I have nothing to do. I got nothing to do with that. Nothing lady. to do with that. She's just going off. I hate all you. Mo- and I'm like, I say it on my breath. I'm like, man, the city needs something. <laughs> and and old head behind me was like, yeah, man, this city needs some prayer. I'm like, I was thinking more along the lines of an astro. <laughs> Like, like something has to explode. And he was falling the fuck out. I'm like, I really don't get why people come outside and bring that anger and that attitude with them. My child support check was late. My baby dad said he was coming at four. The nigga didn't come till four days later. Yo. I guess that's what he meant by four. Fuck everybody. I hate y'all. Yeah, it, it was a mess, man, watching people. I'm, I'm, it was insane. I got to pay my $18 rent today. 
It's like everybody got paid. I don't understand why they give them all money and then let them all loose <laughs> at the same time. They need. Like, <laughs> this shit is crazy. They, what do you call it? They need to uh, change the disbursement yeah. schedule. Like, f- go from, like, the 24th to the Good. 4th and just, like, spread it out just to make it a little less you know, intense I'm, I'm, on the I'm, banks I'm from shit. Penrose, if don't nobody know that shit. It's like, we didn't have that shit growing up. I, you know, and I, it's not a diss, but it's just some of the shit I see now, like, being in the northern region yeah. is, like, like, when I first started at something, I mean, I, like, Allegheny and Lehigh, Check day, first of the month, third of the oh month. Lord. I'm talking about six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's still dark outside. Motherfuckers is standing at the bank, not even whispering like, "Yo, they don't open till nine, <laughs> chief." They standing there. No, I gotta, I gotta be first, G. I, I, and it had me on the tip like, "Yo, do they? Is it like first come first serve <laughs> with the welfare shit?" Don't worry, they they have more money. I'm like, like if they gave you a check, <laughs> I think it's good for sixty days at least. <laughs> it might be a hundred and eighty. It, it, it's just bonkers, man. Watching some of it go on, it's like it's Jesus. Like the, the, it's the same money if you come at uh, eleven or tomorrow <laughs> at ten. It's like what the fuck. But yeah, man, I, the the attitudes and the anger man and uh, the anger man, that, uh, <laughs> anger, man. <laughs> anger management is what needs to happen. But no, the anger and the attitude, man, that I see from people just. In day to day life, yo, this that, that I saw this week was like, why y'all this angry? Yeah, like why y'all this pissed? What, like, like why? Cause it's Tuesday, motherfucker. Yo, I seen a nigga pull up. You know, you know how people ride they or ride their bikes or walk in a crosswalk, and you can press the button to change the light yeah. to green. I seen a nigga pull up in his car and get out and go press the button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fam, where like, are you going? Like why? Like why is <laughs> where it you that going, serious? Fam? Like. Like, yo, it, it's crazy. Everybody's impatient. Pulled up and pushed the button. Pulled I gotta up, go. hopped out and pushed the button. I'm like, yo, just run that shit. <laughs> like, fuck it. If it's that serious, just run it, yo. All the effort that it took you to stop the car, get out the, open the park, door, get yeah. out the car, push the button a hundred times, and get back in the car, you could have just waited for the light to change. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I'm sure of it. Like, I'm sure that them Jones is just like, it's a placebo effect. The shit doesn't really even do anything. That's what I said. I'm like, I've never seen nobody press the button. And, and it was like, uh, and, you know and what? The shit just go red. <laughs> For the for the traffic. That's not how traffic works. Like no. that's how accidents happen. Yeah. Like oh, we just gonna flick and change the motherfucking light. Like this this is not Hollywood, fam. How was your week though? Um, you know how my week was. My week was cool. I I'm trying to think. Was it my week was cool, man? Um, I'm trying to think. Man. I'm trying to. Th- uh, it's just like my days are like literally like running together. Like I looked up and it was. Like I was, it was Monday. It was July thirty first, and I was still in D.C. last week, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, why am I still here? Like, I had a hotel from Friday to Sunday, and then I went and got a whole nother hotel, and I'm like, why am I still here? We were, when I we need were, to go when home. When we were out Phoenix for the New Faces of Comedy joint, I told you my girl had flew out. Yeah. So, Clint, we did the show, whatever, then Bill Bellamy had us come to his joint, and whatever, Clint left. So, Clint hit me like, I, he's in the city, in yeah. Philly. So, he's like, yo, where you at? And I was like, I'm downtown. Mind you, I'm still in Phoenix. <laughs> like, downtown so I'm like, I'm, Phoenix. Downtown, I'm downtown. He was like, where? I'm like... I don't know the name of this fucking street. He's like, are you being silly? I'm like, no, I'm, well, fuck, I'm, it's, I don't know. It's hot as shit out here. I know that. He's like, wait, where are you at? I'm like, I'm in Phoenix. I'm in Phoenix. He's like, why are you still there? I'm like, I don't fuck. I don't know. <laughs> the fuck? What, I'm, like, what am I going to do back home? I'm like, I'm here. The, the, I got the discount on the room. I'm not <laughs> like, going nowhere. The fuck? Yeah, so I was staying at the Lowe's. I leave the Lowe's and go over to the courtyard. My man had the Marriott forms, whatever. Shout out to that shit. Got the room for 44 bucks. 
Yo, I got the code now. <laughs> all the Marriott rooms. Shout out to Clint. All the Marriott rooms I can get for a crazy deal. So I got the room. Uh, Remember when I was the hotel guy? <laughs> oh, was the plug. I was the, everybody was coming to me for hotel rooms. That was hilarious. So I leave the Lowe's on 15th Street. I go over to the courtyard. Me and my man, whatever. He get a room. I get a room. Check over there. He like, get yeah, a room $40 plus tax. Oh, yeah, I need that. So I go over there. We go to brunch, come back. I fucking take a nap. I wake up like eight o'clock, go to the spot called Barcode. Like I've never been nowhere like this before in my life. Like they have a brunch that runs from eleven to like five, and then the day party starts from five like until or whatever. So I walk in there around like eight thirty. It's all right. It's a couple people in there. Probably like 80, 90 people. You look up at nine thirty. It's like two hundred and thirty people. You're like where the fuck all these people come from? You look up at ten forty five. You can't move. Like, and the spot holds, like, 700 people. Like, you can't move. I walk outside, and this motherfucker's coming from, like, both. It's two lines. They're coming from both directions. It's, like, 200 people right here, 200 people right here. On top of the 500 people that's inside, I'm like, yo, it's time to go. It's, uh, it's time It's time to, to exit D.C. And then, naturally, we don't exit D.C. We go to another club <laughs> down the street and continue fucking drinking. But shout out to uh, uh, Wayne and Tony from D.C. They gave us, like, crazy hospitality all weekend like rolled out the red carpet man like they showed us a ton of love and just overall like the event was a success uh we did for like this is the second one i wasn't part of the first one but this is like the second philly to dc weekend and basically what i'm gonna try to do going forward i'm gonna try to do this shit like twice a year like a summer joint and then like fall winter type of joint or whatever like that because at the end of the day the shit is down the street and the vibe of dc is so dope because dc has what philly doesn't have which is a black professional class mm-hmm. so if you go to majority of the spots, like 95% of the spots, you get a mixture of people that's not on no super-duper aggressive shit because they got to go to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. So they not like, yo, I'm going to shoot this shit up if a nigga step on my Birkenstocks. Like, nah, it's more so <laughs> like, hey, my bad brother, uh, you stepped on my shoe. Can I get you a drink? Like, you know what I'm saying? So the vibe is just totally different. Like, Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And the shit is, like, super-duper dope. And I was like, man, I can't move. I can't leave Philly for, like, two years because I'm trying to get this business off the ground, um, this investment business. But I'm trying to get the hell out of this. I might move to, like, the D.C. area. I watched DC the news area. the other day. I was on report in my, in my job and shit. And the, the news on, I never watched the news because it's... The saddest shit on ever. I watch the news and I'm listening to the stories and the goings ons and the, and the headlines from the previous. And I'm like, I thought all this shit was done because Jay Z album was out. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I guess that's worn off already. But it's like, yo, niggas is stabbing, shooting. I'm just like, what the fuck? Thought y'all was trying to get y'all credit right. <laughs> really. Thought y'all was loving your families and shit like that. It's like, you know nah. what? I'm not gonna let this thought suck my dick. I'm going home tonight. <laughs> that shit lasted for 14 calendar days. Maybe. <laughs> I think four people got killed that night that the album came out. It's just, it's insane, man. In Brooklyn, <laughs> and all the killing and shit and shit, it'd be over nothing. Always, and it, 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 and and a lot of what be going on like in Philadelphia specifically, and just as hot as fucking here. Can we please get some air? Yeah, it is um, a little warm. Jeff. It's a little warm. Um. It be a lot of silly shit that's getting people killed, and they be knowing each other. Like, yeah. and that's what I be trying to like explain to people. I'm like, yo, like these don't be like it don't be really like no senseless acts of violence that much no more. It be like 
this nigga uh, had seven perk tens of mine, and he ain't want to give me the money, and I killed that nigga. <laughs> I was like, dog, you're going to go to jail for $70? Yeah. Like, you're going to go to jail for 27 years yeah. for $70. Like, the price of life is cheap as a motherfucker out here. Somebody, uh, was, a friend of mine was telling me somebody recently that he knew selling uh, fake perk 30s got killed. I'm like, yeah, like that's, that's what happens. Like, wait, wait, wait. What's a fake perk 30? A fake perk 30 is like these black market perk 30s, whatever. They got all of the look and all of that shit of perk 30s, but they don't get you high. It's a placebo. But they got the stamp on them and all that shit. Like, it's a whole, like, production that goes into creating these fake fucking pills. And motherfuckers will be getting, like, so you might pay a dollar a pill or some shit like that. And then you go sell them to a motherfucker for $17 a pill. And he might buy a thousand of them. Is this, is this all over America? Yes. Is it outside of America? Philly's Philly's the worst of it. Because is it outside of America? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I might just got to move to Canada. I know, like, the, the Northeast, like, Philly's the opioid candidate of America. Like, you think? I, that's a fact. Like, when you, oh, when you talk about her, when you, heroin, uh, the perk wave and all of that yeah. shit, when you go, like, per capita and all that shit, Philly got everybody fucking beat. I remember, like, one of my homies, like, set up a deal. This isn't my homie, but a nigga I know from the shop. Yeah. He, like, set up a deal with, like, two mutual homies and told them that it was, like, uh, basically, like, he was trying to buy pills. He was selling pills. And he, like, middleman the deal and didn't, like, alert these niggas that they knew each other. So he could basically raise the price on, on him. him and then lower the pillage that he would right, right, get right. on him. So at the end of the day, he got, like, 50 bucks and a perk. <laughs> <laughs> like, like and 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 mind you, they they like met at the right. joint, and like he was over here and he was here yeah. and he was middleman, and but then they seen each other and was like, wait a minute, is, <laughs> is that my classmate? From six and, and like, they, is that Lavar? Is that you? And they figured out like what was happening, and then they both like xed him out on the site, and then my uh. man was like, I left him there, like I left him in West Philly, like I'm not, even, yeah, I'm like, yo, that's really a crazy lifestyle. Yeah, man, I talk to these young guys all the time, and like. The middleman shit is like a thing. Like motherfuckers Yo. are motherfuckers are literally like preventing good business from happening because they want a middleman some shit. It's weird when I lived off that block in North Philly. Yeah, I like became cool with like the young because I'm a young dude and they see me right, right, right. and then they would see me on Instagram. So like all the little young movers and shakers they yeah. know me, but they like over there with right. their lifestyles <laughs> and I'm over here. So so they just like I'm driving the bus the other day and like. Coming down, you know, Allegheny, and, like, I pull up to the corner, and I see niggas, and I open the door. I'm like, yo, what's up, cuz? I ain't seen you, man. He's like, yo, what's up with you? Yo, you, you got any perk 30s? You know I can get some perk 30s? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I notice? No. <laughs> like, no. You know, you know different type of niggas. You, you know somebody. You know a white boy and Ambler that got some perk oh, 30s, bro. Hey, that perk lifestyle is crazy. I'm glad that uh, that Meek has been, like, Doing his media tour and speaking out against that shit. He like, yeah. He like, yo. He's like, I was perked out. He's like, for a good two, three years, I was perked out of my mind drinking syrup and all that shit. That's some zombie shit. The shit not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers need to be on some get money shit or whatever. And not yeah, even nothing Meek, illegal. Meek, fast, Meek just basically like saying, like, my career, I almost lost my career. Yeah. Fucking around with perks. Yeah, exactly. It's just what it is. Yeah. Motherfuckers, I was listening at the shop the other day. Motherfuckers was arguing over, like, the best diss tracks of all time. And, like, a nigga in there was like, yo, straight him down. Like, that back-to-back shit has to be. It, like, he it, it straight stopped him. 
Like, yeah. it stopped him dead in his tracks. Yeah. He was the hottest thing, like, out of the young niggas, and it stopped him. He just did and 250, for, and nobody cared. And, <laughs> real he shit. went gold in a month, and then a month later, nobody cared. And he was like, that shit, it, it, to hear him come out, like, yo, I was on Perks throwing that shit. I was fucking with Lean. I'm away from that bullshit. My mind clear. I ain't fucking with that shit no more. Like, you know, hopefully down the road we make amends. Me and that man can reach out. Da, da, da. He's like, I'm fucking with me. And I'm like, yo, real shit, like, you can't do nothing but. Right. The right. album is good. I'm literally, it, and I'm pretty sure, look, it's right. what I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's huge. <laughs> right. Like, the album is good. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I still don't get the bus pick, but. <laughs> I still don't get the bus pick. You want to recap uh, Made in Philly? Uh, it was crazy, <laughs> yo, when it was going on, my girl was like, ain't this the party that uh the guy said he was going to get you the ticket to? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. She's like, so what? He didn't reach out. I'm like, he did. And he was like, yo, I'm going to get you the ticket. And I was like. I'd rather have the seventy five dollars. Get the cash. Yeah, just give me the cash. <laughs> <laughs> and he never hit me back. Is it an so. and or thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. He never hit me back. I'm like, I just want the cash. Like, I didn't really think I was going to go to this. Yo, thing. I didn't think I was going to have to attend. So, uh, Dion Waiters had his uh, annual Made in Philly uh, dress up gala at uh, Crystal Tea on Friday night, and um, this was like the biggest one by far. Uh, they had. Over a thousand people there. Uh, a lot of people got left outside. I was told I didn't go. Uh, me and my me and my guy Zeke was supposed to go. He was like the organizer, all of that. And unfortunately, between last show airing when we recorded and now he passed. Uh, so let's get a moment of silence for my guy real quick. But yeah, we real was, quick, real quick moment of silence for Kelly. That's my man, Just older yeah, brother. Definitely. Moment of silence for him, Penrose. Yeah, so West Philly and Penrose lost lost some good ones, man, in the last uh the last two weeks or whatever. But um yeah, so we were supposed to go to the joint or whatever. He was the organizer of it. Yo, get your motherfucking clothes. He's sending me suits and shit every day. Yo, what shoes should I get? Uh so once, you know, once my guy passed, like, all right, I'm not going. I'm gonna chalk that or whatever. That's cool. So, uh Ended up not going or whatever, uh, but they had the biggest turnout they ever had. The Like, the day before they announced that Meek was going to be there, Meek ended up coming and doing a concert, oh, apparently, for like an hour, and then they let a couple other people perform also. Uh, young Kid, Poundside Pop, Fat G's, and like a, maybe one or two other people or whatever. Oh, it really was like a concert? No, it was real. They turned the shit into a concert. Oh wow! Yeah, they they turned. I mean, in. I saw the, the. What's funny is one of the questions like, we, we can we because we can do what we, we want. We can do whatever we. It's our we, show. Yeah, we can do whatever. <laughs> do whatever fuck we want. We normally do the ash chads at the end, but I saw a question in here. We're gonna do um, ash chad throughout. Yeah, throughout. <laughs> uh, here, here goes a good question. How how come when celebrities come in the club or the party in Philly, is it utter chaos and niggas leave no room for the girls to enjoy the party? Yo, listen, we saw a picture collectively. 10,000, uh, we said there's a 1,000 people there. We saw 10,000 phones listen, in the air. Listen, <laughs> niggas was zooming in, filming Meek like it was they, like, like five-year-old kindergarten listen, graduation. Right, I seen a nigga... I seen a nigga that had his he was squished up against the stage, right? He had his <laughs> he had his back turned to the drone, but he still had his live going. <laughs> no, nah, me care, you ain't gonna miss this shit. You know what I'm saying? Live about to be lit. Oh, because he wants to see this. <laughs> he wants to yo, yo, hop hop on uh hop on hop on Tavon Live, bro. Meek on that joint. Hold on, I gotta get this. <laughs> he like <laughs> nigga like this. Like but then like you zoom in on the phone screen, right? And then you see Meek on the screen, so you know he live. Like <laughs> 
You know, I'm going live. You know what I'm saying? I can't move. Y'all got me pinned up against this barrier. But I'm going live. This is tripping, man. <laughs> I'm going live, dog. And that harkens back to there's a couple disgusting Philly moments in his in party history that we gotta cover. Last show we covered like some good positive moments in Philly party history. Here's a couple disgusting ones. The Jeezy shit. Jeezy at the vault. Holy shit! It was probably like a good 700 people there. Somehow 14,000 phones went up in the air. Yeah. And not only that, like. For those of you that have been to the vault before, it's closed now. But, like, they had this uh, elevated, like, half-moon VIP area or whatever. Jeezy came in through the side door. He went up on the uh, on the VIP joint or whatever like that. You got security. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Security over here, security over here. He's him. He's in the middle, and I think Tone Trump was with him. A couple other people, whatever, whatever. So, uh, niggas are literally just walking up to the joint. Yo, Snow, what's, what's up, bro? <laughs> Yo, <Snow. laughs> need this, need this pick real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit was bad. Like it was like yo. Bitches to the back. It's like niggas did the, the Michael Phelps swim move. Bitches to the back, man. I'm over here. I'm, I'm with the snowman and shit. So that was a pretty horrible one. Two Chains at Onyx. This is when Two Chains was like super one, yeah. duper on fire. Like his initial run, like riding around, I'm getting it, I'm different. Like that whole album cycle. Niggas was trampling the ladies at Onyx to get close to Two Chains. I heard, yeah. Move, bitch. Get the fuck like I thought Ludacris was there. Move, bitch. That's crazy. They literally Stevie J. I heard about that one. Oh, Stevie J at the mess. Yeah, I heard about that. Disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. And he walking through the club with his shirt off, and niggas still like, "Yo, bro." <clears throat> I've never been like that with like celebrities. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like <laughs> like I book celebrities to events and still don't take pictures with them majority of the time. Yeah. I could probably have a lot more followers if I did shit like that. I'm just like, I don't care enough. Like, hey, especially if I book a celebrity and we don't make money, fuck you. Get the fuck out the club. Go home. <laughs> so, so that shit is just wild. But yeah, a, a, a lot of a lot a lot of phones was up in the air. A lot of prosecutor, um, assistant district attorney, um, public defender uh, suits. Uh, was jumping off. <laughs> that was funny. I saw people tripping, and then I saw people mad on the, the trip, and it's just like I saw people that look real nice. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw my guy Camaro Rob. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> guy Camaro Rob was killing it. Rob, Rob, Rob. Uh, the the I don't know what the material is, but the jacket, the velour blazer, crushed velour yeah. type thing. It was fly. Rob, yeah. Rob's a cool. He came to my crib. We had a like dope ass comedy, right. but still. Fuck Rob, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my man Camaro Rob, uh, Wayne Ellington was my best dress for the night. Wayne Ellington was killing that shit. Uh, who else? My guy Richie Rolex from North. He had dope gray suit on. Uh, my man PC had dope gray suit on. Uh, Here's the thing: when it comes to these formal events, I saw a couple of chicks who looked really, really good, and I saw a couple that looked terrible. Yeah, my thing is this. If it's a formal event, you put on a tuxedo, you put on a nice suit, whatever. You can't put on, like, forces. Or, 
like Stan Smith. Yeah, like you just can't. Like you have to put on shoes. Yeah, please, 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 please. please. You like those big ass spike. Uh, Yo, I saw, I, I saw a lot of dead bottoms. Them Jones, like, <laughs> them Jones was not red bottoms. They was dead bottoms because you wore them Jones a bunch of times before this shit. And you was like, you know what? I'm going to just clean mines off and I'm going to put them on. Want nobody know the difference? We know the difference. Them Jones is leaning. I mean, I, I've never really seen a pair of them I really found <laughs> decent. I've seen a few, but then. then they had like, some all black ones one time and they were like all completely right. black. I was like, those Two. look okay. Clean. But the ones where it's like white lines <laughs> and the front is pink and the back is orange, it's oh. like, no, nah, those is ridiculous. They got joints that's not even the spike joints. They got joints called the pick picks where it's like crushed glass. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's like shards of glass glued to the fucking shoe. And they 97 different colors. Like, who makes these things? Christian Louboutin. No, I know that. I mean, like, where, like, who comes up with this shit? <laughs> like, who's the creative director? Like, we need to, that's what we need to talk to. Like, yo, well, why? Like, Carl says it all the time. Like, a lot of the shit people think is decent. They only, because it costs money and, yeah, like, absolutely. celebrity will tell them to get it. This shit be looking ridiculous. Like, those Balenciagas, they, they, they nutty to me. I, like, Which ones? Them, them ones that look like fucking walking sneaks. Oh, the uh, it looked like old man. You talking about the newer ones, the yeah. triple S, the, with the. It say Balenciaga real little on them, and the sole is this fucking big. Oh no, you talking They're about like Spice Girl shoes? I like them Jones. Yeah, see you freak. <laughs> they look like the New Balances I drive in. No, and, they do. And, it, and it's no, like I kind of like them though. It's crazy. <laughs> like a lot of the shit that go on is just because it has the name on it. Yeah, it's like that. I don't know, but that suit shit. I know that at least. You put a suit on. Put some fucking shoes. Uh, I think that uh, I think I had the the comment of the uh, weekend when I said niggas ties was longer than the OJ trial. That was funny. <laughs> it was another one I saw on Twitter. I was fucking. F- <laughs> I can't think who the fuck. So I'd have to go look. Yo, I literally <laughs> saw somebody with a tie that was like, I, I, I remember rest in peace, prodigy, mob deep. Yo, my chain hanged down to my <laughs> dick. The tie was that fucking long. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, my nigga, I can hang you with this joint and. You will not survive. <laughs> One of the girls said that the chicks all look like majorettes. I'm like, yeah, why are they? Why is everything so shiny and shimmery? Oh, black tie? Say no more, fam. <laughs> Sparkly <laughs> some shit. shit with some sparkles on it. Sparkly shit. But now, what I will say is this: Friday night, when I was when we was active and we was t- you know talking about it behind the scenes and shit, like it was some it was a lot of motherfuckers look crazy. Girls specifically. The guys was looking better than the girls. The guys probably had like a 65-35 ratio of like looking decent to looking terrible. The girls was like flipped. It was like 35% of y'all look all right. The other 65 look terrible. Uh, Saturday when I got up, when I woke up from my uh, my coma, I saw a lot more girls that looked good, classy, you know what I'm saying, that understood like the appropriateness of like, a gala slash black tie affair dress, and and a lot of them like looked way better than the garbage that I was seeing uh, Friday. Yeah, I didn't see that much. I mean, Grant, I just guess, guess that's just my timeline. I didn't see that much garbage. I, the shit I saw looked pretty decent for the most part. I didn't see nothing that was really really outrageous till I, you know, <laughs> group chats started going off and I seen some shit, but. Other than that, it's like I, yeah. I, I thought for the most part people look pretty good. Important thing is everybody made an attempt to I clean up I don't up for like the, night. the fact that people didn't get in. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that I don't at dig all. That. Because you got people that are paying money, and that, they were saying it like, oh, it's like a give back thing, but it's like, no, they're selling tickets. No, they're they selling tickets. Forty and seventy every, and hundred dollars. And tickets. every promoter in the city is selling tickets, with the exception of me, and making money <laughs> off of this event. So somebody's getting paid. You know what I'm saying there's money exchanging hands. Now, what I will say, if you want to make it a real give back and you want to clean the event up, here's all you got to do: make it a free event. Open bar, all that shit. Give Tyler, but whoever in charge of the party, give him a fifty thousand dollar budget. Hey, this what the fuck we doing? We gonna do free, uh, we gonna do free liquor here. I'm saying free open bar, whatever, whatever. Get a liquor sponsor. We gonna do free X amount of bottles for people that you know, no personal people that know us. But it's invite only. You gotta know somebody directly involved in the event to get in. And if you're not dressed right, we turning you away. It fixes the event instantly. Like, you do one year like that, and then you can go back to your regular format. Motherfuckers is going to get it together because around May, they're going to start looking for their shit. Like, oh, I can't be wearing no bullshit. I ain't going to get into Dion. That's how it is in other cities. Like, it, either you can get in or you can't get in. And it ain't no amount of money that you can pay to get in with a jersey or a dicky suit or a fucking uh, chopper suit or whatever the fuck you got on. Like... You do it that way, you do one or two years that way, I guarantee you everybody will come looking the fuck right. <laughs> we was in a Because they're going to want to get in. We was in Miami, and uh, I told Mo, Mo was like, why you bring jeans? And I was like, wear them when we go to the club. He was like, jeans, nigga? He's like, I'm, he's like, put on like some shorts. I'm like, can't wear shorts. Can't wear shorts in Miami. Club. He was like, bullshit. I'm like, no, I'm positive. This is, this is when it was right. his first time down there. I'm like, no, I'm Positive. You can't wear jeans. That's any, but that's anywhere in America. This nigga was like, I just watched a video. Lil Wayne was in live with shorts on. I'm like, it's not Lil Wayne. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Little Wayne. How many Carters have I dropped? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I just seen a video. <laughs> you gonna fucking reference one of the four biggest rappers of all time? I'm like, yeah, because I'm about to drop another <laughs> drought. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, of course, Little Wayne. It's Little Wayne. Absolutely. He getting in anywhere. Also seen Little Wayne at the club with pajamas on Yo, before. The fuck? You think Michael that? Jackson wore pajamas <laughs> to court with a Captain Crunch jacket. <laughs> Nigga, you try that shit, they're going to book you for contempt. I was running late. <laughs> tired. You say had a long, long night. I'm saying the monkeys wouldn't go to bed last night. Fucking bubbles wouldn't lay down and shit. You know what I'm saying? I just had to. Fucking giraffes wouldn't shut the fuck up. Listen, I done gave motherfuckers arugula, spring mix, all type of shit. They would not go to sleep, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm here. I'm here. What do y'all want, man? Do do your best. Uh, uh, (laughs) Do your best, your honorable. I finally get to sleep. Fucking my nostrils making noise three o'clock in the morning. I mean, you you try getting rest with a whole motherfucking petting zoo in the backyard. You tell me you going to have your sleep number correct. <laughs> the monkeys wouldn't go to sleep. Motherfucker. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Little Wayne has shorts on at, at Lid. <laughs> you fucking right here, shorts on. Like, Wayne fucker, he's performing. Of course he has shorts on. Funny as shit, bro. 
One of the best times I've ever been to Love. Live, Live is closed for the summer, for those of you out there that don't know. Mm-hmm. Live is closed for the summer. They doing like a $10 million renovation, and they trying to like get their lease right or whatever, figure out what the fuck they going to do. In the meantime, if you're in Miami, go to Aura on Sundays. My man uh, Javier got that shit on Smash down there, Varsity, uh, varsity League. Uh, so they uh, one of the best times I've ever been to Live. Two Chains birthday party at Live. This motherfucker had like a ninety minute concert. Him, Lil Wayne, Travis Porter, the kid Schoolie that was signed to him, and Bankroll Fresh. Recipes Bankroll Fresh. That shit was dope as fuck, man. And like Lil Wayne, like literally walked past me. I was like, it's Lil Wayne. Nigga walked right. They cleared somebody. Somebody was sitting in the section. They was like, no, you gotta get the fuck up. <laughs> Clear the section out. He was standing. Him, Mac Main, like a couple other people, whatever was with him. Nigga was just in the crowd, just fucking chilling. I'm like, it's really his city. Do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. They adopted him. Uh, I don't know anything else for the <laughs> for the made in Philly situation. Nah. All Over- right, we got a bunch of different ways we can go here. Um, we already damn, we did our made in Philly recap already. All right, we got a lot of different ways we can go here. So. Amber Rose said y'all ugly. <laughs> we we never even got to that. We, we listen, that, that literally broke, again, that literally broke, like, right after we dropped these fucking episodes. Like, a lot transpired in the last two weeks. It happened, we dropped the Talib John on, like, Wednesday. It Wednesday happened, like, night, yeah. Friday morning, I think it was, that, that uh, drink champ shit. Uh, Amber Rose said y'all hit. Uh, I tend to agree. <laughs> um... <laughs> There was a study back in uh what was that, two thousand It was four we, we we were the ugliest for like thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen, and then like sixteen We got down we to got, number four. Yeah, we like <laughs> we somebody moved here and we went to like four we got down to number four city in the country. And uh what she was saying was, and I think she was misquoted, but you know, People don't watch full videos. They watch segmented clips yeah. and shit like that. So people will let 30 seconds of a two-and-a-half-hour interview of Drink Champs fucking convince them as to what, you know, somebody's true intention was or whatever. And Philly went off. Oh, you hit this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. And they putting up pictures of her when she was 11 versus pictures of them when they was 28. And it's like, sis, like... <laughs> If you put up, they a definitely p- was digging up her third grade. If pictures. you if you post a you put your picture up from that background and see how hit you was compared to how hit she was. Mind you, this is a ten year old. This is child pornography. Right. If you're looking exactly. at it in that way. <laughs> exactly. So if if you post your picture with the sparkle background next to her picture with the sparkle background, you still more hit. You know what I'm saying? At no point in life is there a point where the majority of y'all are less hit than uh are 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 less hit than Amber Rose. I saw people on Instagram going. I mean, like they were going batshit. I, I'm like, and I'm I'm ugly. I I know these. Things. I am too, and I'm I, happy with it. I watched ugly people go <laughs> crazy. Ever the ugly, and, and yeah, and it was like no, no yeah, no. Yes, the ugly. This is true. <laughs> this is facts. And the, the, like, I seen motherfuckers like trying to get like you know likes and shit. Like, oh, trust me, it's 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 tons of. Bad chicks out here. Yo, I saw way too many of them caping Jones. I'm like, yo, listen, I don't do it anymore because I, you know, God he just has better for me. At one point, I drove the last 54. <laughs> the freaks come out <laughs> at night. <laughs> when I'm talking about 11, 12 o'clock down there. Man, listen, it's like, yeah, it, it like I didn't understand the whole people see me, they think I'm from somewhere else. Shit, it's like. 
That, but that's like that's some old school shit. Like a nigga uh, like see a chick and be like, "You ain't from Philly, you from Cal." Like that was like a yeah. that was, you remember that shit? Yeah. Like you be like fifteen, you be Those like gallery days. Yeah, like yeah. you you ain't from here. You from uh you from Minnesota? And she <laughs> like, no, I'm from the eighteen hundred block of Oakdale. Street. You're like, oh shit, oh, damn. <laughs> you gonna be easy. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, everybody got mad at Amber Rose, but I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, go to the first Ludacris video we ever seen her in. Go to the different uh, VMA awards and all that shit that we seen her at. Get the fuck out of here, y'all better than Amber Rose. Eat a dick. You're lying. I said, what we not going to do is act <laughs> like Amber Rose ain't bad. We, that's what we, we not, not going to do. do that. We're, we're, like, y'all was tripping for, like, a good four days. Like, oh, she smoked cigarettes. You don't smoke cigarettes. You still hit. Yeah. And here's the thing. Amber Rose is a professional fucking troll on social media. She pretends that she's not trolling y'all. She knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. And in her world, the name of the game is fame and attention. So the more y'all talk about her, good, bad, or ugly, mm -hmm. she's still winning. Because when you go on them fucking Alexa searches and all that shit, and her name is like in the top five and all that shit because y'all keep fucking dissing her. She wins yeah. because somebody out there is going to say, hey, let me give Amber Rose some fucking money to do such, 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 such. She got fucking like two TV shows about to come out. Like, that shit just doesn't. Wasn't she hosting a TV show? She was hosting a TV show. She had like a joint on. Uh... I think it was on BET. It wasn't BET. It was some, because Tyrese VH1. and Rev Run had a show the same time. I think it was VH1. Yeah. And one I think they them. bringing back Love Line with her as one of the hosts. And she got like another show or whatever coming out. And she's been on fucking Hip Hop Squares and all that shit since it initially she started. She does that slut walk. Shit, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. But another point, this is why y'all can't try to legitimize when people like her do bullshit like a slut walk because then it comes back to bite you in the ass. I don't legitimize her slut walk because when she do, because when I see it, I'm like, that's some dumb ass shit. It doesn't make sense. It's like people literally go outside and just be like, I'm going to just fall for any fucking okey <laughs> dope that comes in front of me. It's like, whatever's their, clever. Their whole thing is, if I just because I dress like a slut doesn't mean I'm a slut. Kinda. Yeah, the fuck it does. Kinda does. I dress like a bus driver. You're gonna walk <laughs> up on me and ask me, is the fucking 17 still running? Dave Chappelle. It's like, Dave Chappelle has an excellent joke from uh, what was that killing me softly when he was like, uh, he's like, he's like, just because I am dressed like this does not make me a whore. He says, ma'am. So it was like, he made a whole thing about being a police, dressing like a police officer. It's like if I walk down the street dressed as a police officer, and you come up to me, and you're like, oh, oh my god. Thank, thank God I found you. This guy's trying to rape me. He's like, ma'am, just because I'm dressed this way does not make me yeah. a police officer. Like, no, like, yeah, maybe it doesn't, but you're wearing a police officer's uniform. Yeah, you might not be a whore, but you definitely you got a whore's uniform on. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I told you, I saw a chick walking in the Del Frisco's the other night. I'm like, you got to be a hooker. <laughs> There's no way. If not, you're sending mixed messages. Like I, was, I was saying to my, my uh, homie, I'm like, I can't wait to have a daughter so I can tell her, like, listen, you can meet nice boys and you don't have to have your nipple showing through your shirt. It's, it's a fact. It's possible. <laughs> my mom did it. <laughs> like, it's, it's possible. It's like, yo, this shorty walked into Del Frisco. I'm talking about her whole titties was out and the bottom half of her ass was hanging out the dress. And I'm like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm happy to see it, but I'm a, I'm afraid for you at the same it's, it's time. It's like, yo, because you'll be the one that if somebody walk up on you or say something, you like, what? And be ready to fight. And, and it's just like. Now your titties out. You ready to fight? Now, now they really out. Now they out, out. <laughs> now they out, out. And it's just like, yo, 
you can look nice. There, I see people on my Instagram. It's, it's crazy. Like you scroll your page. There are people I see every day who look nice as shit. They go out for the weekend. Absolutely. They look nice. Then there are people I follow that look horse, and I follow them because it's like, yo, you look horse. I like the picture. Right. But it's like you gotta understand what you're doing when you do that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying some shit happens to you, no crazy shit like that. And I feel like motherfucker that do crazy shit like that, they need to be eradicated. But for what? Like right. you want that attention. So when you get that attention, it's gonna be an aggressive measure of attention. Exactly. When it when it comes to you. There's a whole uh social media movement of the would you let your girl go outside dressed like da 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 da? Like you see them posts all the time and shit, and it's like no matter what answer you give, it's like a feminist trying to trick you into like saying some sexist shit or whatever like that. And I'm like, well, I'll be misogynistic, sexist, all the above because any woman that want to be with me not going to think it's appropriate to dress in that manner. I mean, you can wear it, you can do whatever you want, yeah, but understand <laughs> that when the club hits your knee like Tanya Harding, it's like you brought that on yourself. Like, yeah, you can put that shit on and do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want. Like, yeah, she can wear it in the confines of this house. Yeah, absolutely. Wear it the fuck you want in here. You ain't gonna wear it outside. You tripping? I just feel like certain people, at least some women I know, do. They don't even want that. Like, why do you want that attention? Right. That's the part that kind of tripped me out with the whole slut thing. Like. Why do you, you, you know this is called the slut walk for a reason, right? <laughs> you know this because the key word here is slut. slut yeah. It's like, why do you want that attention? No, but we walking though. Oh no, because we can do that and it shouldn't be, no. But y'all sluts walking. <laughs> That's what makes it different. <laughs> y'all sluts. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. That's what makes it different. Uh... Usher's on like lawsuit number eighteen now. Yeah, uh, Usher tripping man. Uh, 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 Usher apparently has known that he's had herpes for several years now, and he just out here still like raw dicking everything moving, uh, including a man apparently. I don't believe it. <laughs> <And> the, <laughs> Motherfuckers just come from left field with all kinds of silly. shit. I got a feeling that this is going to turn into like the Bill Cosby shit, to where it's like it's going to be like. Accuser number 67 comes forward because the whole thing is... I mean, it's Usher. Once Famous uploaded that fucking check and showed that he paid the $1.1 it's open season. Anybody that fucking, like, played basketball with the niggas, like, oh, no, 
he got basketball sweat on me. I might have yeah. herpes. I don't know. I gotta get checked. Yeah. But I need three hundred thousand before I go get checked. Like it's just gonna be like a continual drone. Like every week they coming out like two to, two to four at a time. Like they popping up. Like yo, I think Usher gave me something back in like nineteen seventy four. Like every week it's a new fucking accuser, man. Like this shit is bad. I honestly, I like. I was telling my homie last week. I know this is going to sound bad, yo, but I'm really cool with, like, the legends. When they get to legendary status, just dying. Like, <laughs> it can only go bad from there. It only can go down. <laughs> like, and that that's the one genre, like, Biggie and Pac. It's, it's sad that they left. Even Pun, too. Easy e too. Yeah. It's sad that they left and they, they, was, they gone, so you're not going to get anything else from them. But... They legacies is just they're just up there yeah. forever. Like Easy E didn't live long enough for us to see him doing like a, a rotor rooter commercial, <laughs> or Biggie selling vacuum cleaners. It, it, just some of the shit you see from these. Like think about R. Kelly. Think about uh, Usher. Uh, who else had a ridiculous ass week this past week? Um, I mean Bobby Valentino's not a legend, but yeah, no, Bobby's <laughs> not a legend. Somebody asked me the other day, "Is slow down still?" Like a, a classic. And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, that's a classic. Yeah, I mean, he was calling a man, but it's still a classic. <laughs> they played it the other day on the radio, <laughs> and they, they played the one with Nas on the remix yeah. trying to make it seem more tough. <laughs> like, y'all funny as shit. You know what's totally out of line and disgusting now? Mrs. Officer. That's just like, that's that song. Why is that? <sighs> There's so many jokes that can be made. Oh, you're talking about the lyrics. The lyrics. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was with trainees, which is technically a missus, but it's like <laughs> it's not. It's like a it's like a missus with a surprise. It's like I can't listen to that record no more. He ruined the classic song. Yeah, I mean the the worst part of the Bobby Valentino shit is. Did you watch that DJ Academics video I sent you? For I can only take academics in the well, small just doses. Go, mute the video and then just like I watched. I watched like a minute <laughs> of it. Him talking is just he's he's. Over under on academics getting punched in the face. Over under. The over under. How how much longer before somebody punches academics in the face? I like. Where are they gonna punch him in the face at? That's a good question. Like Vic Minson was acting like he was gonna do it. Not nah, Vic Minson was gonna do that. I, I I I agree. But Vic Minson, uh, he's a dope ass rapper. Very dope rapper. I like his album a lot. Vic Minson wears eyeliner. He's not punching nobody in the face. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what? Um, he's like that's like Morris Day shit. Act, like, I, I don't. I'm, for, no, of the video, <laughs> I watched um, like a minute of it. The funniest, most horrible part of the video is number one. There's multiple videos of him with these trannies. That's number one. And number two, the fact that he's walking around the crib with a black wife beater on and his underwear, like he just knew it was going down. Like I'm just, I'm in here. Like fuck yeah, it, what's black up? wife beater, criminal shit. <laughs> That's like straight sexual deviant attire. Yeah, like black wife beater is definitely <laughs> criminal shit. Uh, with fucking with fucking uh crew socks on, just walking around the crib like it was. Uh, was it? I think it was Act on that video. He was like, when you're getting exposed and these people are holding the camera up and you're like briskly, briskly jogging away. <laughs> it's like that doesn't. You gotta run like boom gang <laughs> off, off Instagram. Boom gang, real gang shit. Hold on, gang shit. Don't talk about <laughs> Brick. That was funny as shit. I think that was Act on that video. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious, man. But yeah, no. 
back to the legends. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It's like it's a gift and a curse. Like now, this is this is like going to be Usher's like defining shit. Yeah, like Michael Jackson. Fuck still the fact that he sold that shit. Fuck the fact that he sold thirty million with Confessions. Fuck the fact that he signed Justin Bieber. Like fuck all of that shit. Nah, nigga, you got herpes. Yeah. Got, R. Kelly. You got Nestle Crunch dick. <laughs> Michael Jackson. It's just like. Damn, like like Mike. Think if Mike just would have died like right after the first trial, you know what I mean? You because that kind of just got swept up. But after yeah. the second John, and then you watched him completely like go nuts, and it was Melt like down and all this. Yeah, shit. it's like all right, man, what the fuck? Like, and that that it, it's just kind of messed up because it's like our celebrities they already go through enough because they black, right? But then they bring the bullshit on themselves at the end, right? And it's like for what? But that's why I just I'm. Totally against anybody having an issue with LeBron because he never gets in trouble. He never does anything. Never, like, he just fucking family man, love his wife. You never heard him in no groupie scandals. Every time he ever been fucking photographed or video with some groupies near him, he passing a groupie off to somebody else. Like, the nigga just does the right shit at all times because he knows that the world is watching and he understands that his purpose is bigger than just LeBron. And he he goes out and fucking executes every single day with that intention in mind that's like, this shit bigger than me. I got a bigger purpose. I got to help these kids. I got to fucking help my community. I got to be a positive example for black people everywhere. I'm not getting caught up in no bullshit, fucking no fucking white bitch from from Omaha because I'm horny. Like, nah, fuck like that. These, I got too much on like the line. Like, these weird ass... Like, R. Kelly got past peeing on the, the, the kid. That ain't enough. <laughs> nah. <laughs> that ain't, nah. That I, ain't enough. I like you bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna put y'all on an efficiency <laughs> in the West Wing of the mansion. It's like, for what? It, it just don't even make sense, man. So, it's, it's a damn shame to see Usher at the end going through all this bullshit. Like you just said, like, he didn't drop confessions. As if confessions didn't happen. Thirty million, thirty million sold, man, and nobody. And he turned. Wasn't that about like the whole shit with him having the baby and all? But that like, was about Jermaine Dupri. Oh, it wasn't about his Jermaine Dupri. But he did cheat on the chick and had a right. A, that was later down the line. Later, okay. But the whole initial onset of it was really about Jermaine Dupri because he was the primary writer and producer on that album, and he was like the shit was like you know was about me or whatever. It's just like every time I was in LA, I was with my ex girlfriend, like shit like that, and all the. Escapades that he was having, and then Usher was the right vessel to blow the shit up. Fucking sold thirty million. Yeah, a lot of careers got created off of that album. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking Rico Love, first record ever was Throwback. This was it, the second song, second track on the album. That shit like solidified Lil John as like producer of that little decade. Yeah, he already had every rap smash at the moment, Freak a Leak, and everything else. When he did, yeah, it was like, like, oh, my God, like, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine what them checks are like every quarter? I'm sure that record gets picked up for various, like, random shit in, like, Germany. and Lovers and Friends. Nasty. And then uh, Khaled just remade Lovers and Friends. So that's another check for Lil Jon. And I think Lil Jon is running the uh, EDM circuit as a DJ. I thought uh, Khaled's album was going to be a little bit better than what it was. Yeah, well, he wasn't. Because the whole thing is, it's like, once you get past the five dope singles that you threw at us, it's no substance on the album other than that Pusha T record. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the best record on there, hands down. But the rest of the shit is just like, nah, we heard this before. Kyle's album's not that good. All right, real quick. The other day, last night, I think, 
I don't know. My days are running together. My man Ish, happy birthday to my man Ish. He is a supporter of the show. Follow him on Twitter at Realest Ish Ever. Uh, he asked me, was Bulletproof by Young Dolph a top five album of the year? And then Chad asked me, was Bulletproof top five and album of the year? And he was like, what? And I said, <laughs> I don't even know what that my is. My reaction was, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Matt's reaction was, what is that? So, best albums of the year so far, we're be- first week of August. What do you got as the best, I don't know, five to eight albums so far? I don't far have this anything year? written down. Okay. I didn't even expect this. Just freestyle. This is on the spot. Impromptu. Are we talking rap or anything? Anything. Whatever you whatever moves you this particular year. Albums though, not like mixtapes and shit. Okay. Um Rick Ross. Absolutely. Damn. Uh I really enjoyed more life. I really, really liked more life. Um Bruno Mars was last year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so not that. Uh, what else came out this year that I really, really liked? Not a lot. Meek. I, I really, really like this wins Meek and losses shit. Um, what the fuck else happened this year? Oh, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. That's really good. Mm, I really like that. I forgot about that one. Uh, Migos. Of no, course. that was last year. No, that was January. It was January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We good. But that's how far along in the year we are that Migos is like, yeah. yo, what the fuck? Uh, so Migos, Culture, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, More Life, Damn. Uh, what's the name of Rick Ross shit? Uh, Rather You to Rather Me. Rather You to Me, Wins or Losses. I haven't heard any real good R&B like that stands out to me. Yeah. Like, I still I still listen to Bruno shit, like, on occasion. The, um... What else have I recently downloaded? Let me look real quick. Uh, I I I don't really like the album, but Unforgettable. I, I'm gonna put that as an album. That song. <laughs> that, that one. That song, one song. That's the is biggest. As good as some album. That's the biggest and best song of the year. Like that, it's I, like I, it's I like love, Bad and Bougie was the best song I of 2016. Unforgettable is the best song of 2017, and I don't see nobody coming out with a record better than that. Yeah, no, because Future's albums was last year. Hendrix and all that. No, it was this year, March. Oh, well, if that's the case, then which one is the one I really, I really like Hendrix. I really like Future. I, re- that's, I really like Hendrix. All so, right. yeah, I'll do Hendrix, Unforgettable as an album, Rather You to Me, More Life, Damn, Wins and Losses, Culture, and Pretty Girls Like Trap. All right, what I had, off, what I had was Ross... Kendrick, um, SZA, Control album. I'm in love with that album. I keep playing it. Now, now break this down. Is it whole music? or It's not really whole music. It's more so a woman documenting her experiences in dating and relationships and fully owning every part of it. Like, it's talking about her being the main chick, her being a side chick in another relationship, um, her... Fucking one of her boyfriend's friends because she got tipped off that he was out in Vegas fucking bitches on. You know what I'm saying it's just like it's an album of experiences and she, her on the Breakfast Club her interview she talked about like these are all like real experiences like they all happen and I'm a particularly appreciative of it because in a lot of scenarios you see women that do shit that are unbecoming of quote unquote like a woman like shit that a woman shouldn't do. Sleeping around, fucking with a lot of different guys, being being kind of like a nigga, so to speak. Slut walking. Yeah, slut walking through their life. But when confronted with it, they can't own the experience. I'm particularly appreciative of SZA owning her experience and saying, hey, this is everything that made me to who I am now. 
I've learned from this experience. I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did that. But it happened. What the fuck are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like you having like video footage of your girl getting pounded out by a fucking uh, third string sixer. And she like, no, nah, that's not me. Like, bitch, I can see. Like, <laughs> I, I, I see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just got finished watching uh, Ozark with uh, Jason Bateman on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Why, that shit is dope as fuck. I finished it. And like he's got footage of his wife getting fucked by her lover. And... He had sex with he eventually had sex with his wife again. They wasn't dealing with each other. They had sex again, and he did pull the same move that her lover pulled in the video. And she's like, "Why would you think I would like that?" And he's like, "Cause the guy was fucking you from the back and smacked your ass. That's why I thought you would like that." So that's what I'm talking about, like with women not owning their bullshit and fully acknowledging, like, "Yo, you kind of fucked up, like how I'm kind of fucked up, but like it's okay, but don't lie about it." So the fact that SZA's so honest about it, it makes me... What song me... was that where Drake said that? Um, the joint with Rihanna. Uh, off Take Care. <sighs> I've asked about you and I've heard some things. It's called Take Care. Yeah, yeah, Take yeah. Care. That Fantastic record. It was one of the best records they ever did. Yeah. So it's like... I'm gonna check this SZA shit out. My girl plays it. This shit is good, And man. I see everybody else playing it's it. It's good, man. A lot of hoes I see playing it's it. It's good. Well, alleged hoes. <laughs> alleged hoes. But it's like... There's it's it's everything. It's like songs about love. It's songs about being Hose. a side chick. It's songs about ho- doing ho shit. Like it's songs about like just being a woman. Period. Was Cranes in the Sky this year? Last year. Okay, that was that's good. amazing. I was about to say that's not bad. I don't think I, well, I haven't heard it, but I don't know if anything's better than that. Cranes right. in the Sky was good. So Ross, Kendrick, SZA, Culture, Meek, More Life. I liked Future and Hendrix. I like Future a little bit more. It's more aggressive. And uh, Thugger Girls by uh, Young Thug. I didn't really get into. Thugger I love Girls. that shit. I don't think it's better than Pretty Girls like Trash. No, it's not better. But I, I just for whatever reason, you know, when you making these fucking lists or whatever, you forget something that like yeah. in the beginning of the year when they was like around like April March, people asked me what are my best albums, and I kept forgetting Ross, and I'm like, how the fuck do I keep forgetting Ross? Because Ross always got good product out, so it's like easy for me to like. Forget him, so to speak, or whatever. But Pretty Girls Like Trap Music might be the best shit out of all this shit. It's not better than Damn. Well, you're absolutely right. It's not better than Damn, and it's not better than More Life. I know people didn't like More Life. I personally think No, I like More Life a lot. I was listening to Lose You the other day. I played it like 30 times back then. I'm just like... Damn, Drake, Drake has monster on records album. on there that he's just not supporting. That he's no, just I mean, not... Drake really is just like, I'm Drake. I'm hosting awards. I'm yeah. not pushing no album. I'm not doing no videos. Holla back. Y'all going to get that shit regardless. Yeah. I already broke all the records. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't give a fuck. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. But it, that more life is really, really, really good. So, yeah. But we pretty much in the same ballpark with albums. I'm going to check that scissor shit out. I told you, I really didn't like Khaled, John. Uh, oh, did you see... Uh, um, Uzi Vert just went like double platinum with the uh, XO tour. Yeah, and Bad and Bougie is now four five. times. Was it four or five? five. Holy shit! It was four <laughs> months ago. Yeah. Man. So Bad and Bougie is five. Uh, the weekend song The Hills just went nine yeah. times platinum. What's crazy to me though is how French. Well, because I, I was saying it to uh, who was I was talking to the other day about it. Was it Ra? I think it was Ra. Might have been Ra. It's either Ra or it was Ra. The um, French will drop a song that will go crazy. 
But then the album come out and it doesn't do well. Yeah. And I don't understand that. Like, why does that happen? Well, Figure his first album, he had bangers. He yo, I was Nikki. listening to his first album the other he day. He had a joint with Nikki. He had the the, the street joint. Uh, yeah, he had the... I don't worry about nothing. That shit. Yeah, he had the Trap House joint with Birdman and, and the, Rick Ross. And the big song that went... That shit went like double platinum. Yeah. Uh, with Drake and Pop Wayne. That. Pop that. Pop then, that is probably one of the biggest singles for a rapper out of the last like eight years or but then the like album that. comes out it does 40,000 right but and then you come to this album unforgettable is like two times platinum now yeah it's the and biggest it's like number one in every like 80 fucking country yeah. yeah but the album comes out it does 56,000 it's like I don't understand where that yeah. break that, that disconnect I think at. that there's just a, probably a perception of French Montana as not making good albums so people just aren't excited when he puts albums out French I mean uh What's the first joint? Excuse my French. Excuse my French was real good. Right. I thought it was a good ass But album. I think it's like a perception thing. Like, people just Mind have it. just came off Mac and Cheese 3, which yeah. was real good. So Yeah, I think people just have it in their mind that, like, oh, French Montana, whatever. And they just, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, they don't support his albums. But every single, but French Montana is like a modern day kind of like Fat Joe, where it's like he always got a hot ass major crazy record out somewhere. And this is a defining record for his career yeah. to this point. Like, he's had good records before. Pop that, the Joe Wale, uh, all them other records and all that shit. This is a defining like motherfucking artists a cut their arm off to have this fucking record. Mm-hmm. That's how big this record is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't watch the new episode. You want to talk about our, our <laughs> struggle? I'm gonna watch it when I go home. You so, want to talk about our struggles and issues so, with power? So now, we, it's us versus the world. Yeah, <laughs> how this shit but be people feeling. are slowly turning. People are around. turning the corner with us. All right, where me and Matt are with power is this. We've been we've been at this point since like episode two of this real, season. Real quick before we go into this, I just now peeped this. I got ESPN on the home on the uh, screen here in the studio. This shit says NBA Africa becomes learning ground for young players, and then they have Porzingis and Dirk Nowitzki, <laughs> two white men standing there. That's fucking two white amazing. foreigners <laughs> for NBA Africa. That's crazy. But yeah, go ahead. My fault. I just happened to look up and see that. <laughs> so. uh where me and Matt have been since about episode two of this current season with Power is that we hate. I, I was kind of there last season. We hate it. The way three ended, I was just like. We hate it, but we're too invested and too far in to stop watching it. So we're going to just complain our way through the rest of the season. So for those of you that saw last week's episode. Uh, no, they, it was the one with uh, me and him. Mir and Steph, when we was really talking about power. Oh, okay. you're talking about the episode. I'm talking about the actual oh, episode thought, of sorry, power. I thought you were talking yeah. about the podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no. The one that aired the last time we were here yeah, recording yeah. a show. Uh, What the fuck happened in that show? Was that the one where Ghost and Oh, the Kanan one with Ghost started? and Kanan together. Yeah. Ghost and Kanan were bosom buddies for 22 minutes of the last episode of the show. And it motivated by money and his disgust for Jukebox. Kanan turned on her and killed her to free Tyreek and let him go. Yeah. But somehow, when you fast forward to this current episode, Tyreek's still a fucking young dickhead. <laughs> like, yeah, see, I ain't watching you. <laughs> like, What's Kanan's last name? I don't even know. Because he told Tyreek, I'm Kanan, whatever fuck my name yeah. I'm, I'm a piece a, of shit. I'm a piece of shit. I'm I killed up my person. own son. <laughs> go home with your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so weird. Like, they running around robbing stash houses. Robbing Tommy's stash house. Tommy's stash house. And the fact that 
Tommy's the fucking supplier for the New York City market, and he got like three like bum ass niggas like man in the stash yeah. house. Like, how are y'all getting snuck up on by Canaan and Ghost, yeah. a dead man and a nigga that was just in jail? How are y'all getting snuck up on? Ghost, by those? <laughs> Ghost literally left the jail and like went to the club and then robbed the stash house. All now, in one episode. Like it's crazy, man. They still haven't resolved the Homeland Security agent getting killed. Um. The only good thing about last episode was Angela wasn't in it. Yeah, she damn sure wasn't. There's no Angela Valdez in the uh, last episode. And it's just like, I just don't get where this is going. And the most frustrating part of the show is that if you watch the recaps at the end of the episodes, Courtney Kemp is legit so excited about this bullshit. What fucked me up is her <laughs> sitting there trying to make sense <laughs> of what just happened. And you're like, no, bitch, I saw it. No, I saw it. It don't make no sense, though. That was the tweet. It was you. You was like uh, about Made in uh, Philly when people was going uh like, oh, y'all hating or whatever. And he was like, sometimes it's not hating. Sometimes people, people have eyes, eyes and, and they work. work. <laughs> yeah. Like, but no, it's like, yo, we can watch this shit. I, I can we see, see it. I can see you. I know what just happened. <laughs> you it's don't bullshit. have to break that down. And mind you, this show doesn't have enough layers for you to sit. And that's right. the part that fucks me up when, like, I see people going at it on comments and they're trying to, like, well, what if this? And I'm like, it's no, not deep, it's man. not that. This ain't that. <laughs> this y'all y'all trying to take this to like Breaking Bad or the way. It's, this ain't that. Yeah, it ain't. It's that. just not that deep. It doesn't have enough layers for it I to go beneath the surface. I literally think, and I said this on Twitter during the week. I think Courtney Kemp is freestyling this shit. It seemed like it at times. I think she's figuring it out week to week. Like, oh, people like this. People didn't like this. Well, we're going to do less of this. We're going to do. It's like, it's like whatever the fucking people react to or whatever on these message boards and shit. She's like, all right, write that into the episode. And I know this shit was recorded months ago, but she must have like some focus groups or something that watched the show and like to on a week to week basis and like told her some shit. And. And she just, the writing is so bad, man. Yeah. It's so bad. And she's so excited about it, like legitimately excited. Yeah, I, I I watch it and it goes off. And then she comes on with the whole spoiler alert. Don't, yeah. And she's talking about it and it's like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. didn't a ghost kill Charlie Murphy that episode? Was that the episode before? No, that was the last episode. That, so all of this shit happened in one episode. Ghost killed Charlie Murphy. He got out of jail. Robin fucking stash. Kanan don't kill him. He talks Kanan into taking him to jukebox and getting his son back yeah. because now Kanan had a change of heart. Kanan runs off with the money. We don't know where Kanan is. Tommy goes to Ohio on his way back from Chicago, kills Holly's uncle who used to rape her when she was a little girl. Yeah, that was strange. Julio's dead, who's a New York distro. Uh, can I, can I, and Dre's still alive. Can I read something that our... Good friend from the show sure. here, Rob. Rob wrote this on Facebook because White Mike had made a post. Like, why do y'all, you know, why do y'all find such a problem with the writing and power? And people were going off, you know, telling him to shut the fuck up and everything else. <laughs> and um, our good friend at the show here, Rob, wrote this. And I actually posted in my story. It, it, it eloquently puts how we think. It jumped the shark last season, and now it somehow finds new ways to jump the shark <laughs> in stupidity, piss-poor logic in every single episode. They spent half the season on the fallout from killing a federal agent and the negative effects that can come from it. And in back-to-back -back episodes, two main characters, one kills a Homeland Security agent and the other kills a correctional officer and then walks out of jail without any punishment. The writing is piss poor and I feel dumber for watching the shit. Last night was just completely, it was a complete head scratcher of absurdity. 
None of the characters have consistent qualities. They all just fuck each other over for the sake of shock value. They aren't loyal to anyone. They aren't even loyal to themselves and their own motivations. And somehow I still feel like I need to watch this goofy shit <laughs> because I've invested three and a half seasons. Sad face. <laughs> I was like, yo, I couldn't put it any that's better. It's perfect. It, like, that's exactly how I feel. It jumped the shark last season and continues to find new ways to jump the shark. That's the most accurate statement that you can make about the show. It's bad and it keeps getting better, but yet and still, here we are, you week watch after it week. Because you're invested to this shit. Yo, not to give away this week's episode because I know you didn't watch it. The first thing Tariq says when he gets home is, "I saw you lied about Sean." Yeah, you still on Sean Dick? Sean been dead for a whole season. Yeah, why are you still talking about Sean? Yeah, I, I, the spoilers. I had to follow unfollow <laughs> some more people today. They were killing me. Yo, it was like 1226 motherfuckers is tweeting spoilers already. I'm like, yo, this shit not even, you couldn't even watch the whole episode yet. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Stupid Urbans. Yo. <laughs> the show is like 54 minutes. There's no way you watch this shit in 26 minutes, fam. Yeah, yeah, Stop cut. it. Yeah, me and my girl watch it when I go home. The um, I mean, I feel like I, I like I told you, I like the people who are in the show. Yeah. But I, I just feel like. See, being as though I've watched good shows in my life, I've been blessed. With, with, <laughs> like, no, I'm not trying to be funny. With like, great shows that make sense. My speaking thing, of which, Ray Donovan comes back tonight. Yeah, I heard about that. The, uh, I see. The, it, this isn't a diss. The people I see saying, "Oh, power on some shit, power lit." Why they saying power ass, power dope? I'm like, you're not. You're not my smartest followers. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like I know who you are. And I understand where you at right. because I understand that for some people they don't mental stimulation just isn't a thing. Right. There are some people I know people who literally don't read anything. Yeah. Then I know people who read two to three books a month because they need that mental. Yeah. You know, they feel dumb without it. Exactly. There are some people that are just like that. And me, I always was a TV person, especially good series. Like I'm talking about The Wire, Breaking Bad. Like I told you before, even New York Undercover, just going back to, like, older shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just has to be written in a manner that, one, makes sense. Two, the characters are accountable. Like, if you watch The Wire, and I, I told you I hate to keep going back to it, but The Wire, Weebay, kill, he, he didn't even kill her. He shot a cop. Weebay was in jail for the rest of The Wire. Right, you're done. You're done. You <laughs> shot a cop. You don't kill cops and then just, you know... Be on Facebook. And turn, like, this shit just don't happen you don't, you like don't that. You don't shoot a cop, then go to Sid Booker's and get 24 shrimp. No. <laughs> Four episodes later. No. They were trying to find out who Avon was. Avon was doing all that shit, changing up the pages, ripping out the motherfucking payphones, all that shit. They finally got him. Avon was in jail for the end of season one, all of season two, got out for three, violated. Got boom, right you back. back the fuck in there for the rest of the fucking right. wire. And the show it, was a, initially built around Avon. Him. And they the writing was so good that it's like Avon can go to jail. Now we can focus on Stringer, yeah. Bodie, and fucking Poot. Then that shit falls apart. Then here comes the fuck Marl. It's the shit made sense because it had real live layers. Because you don't sacrifice the story for characters. Boom. The same thing with Game of Thrones. All these fucking main characters, Ned Stark, fucking uh, Rob the uh, the the young yeah. the Wolf King, and all that motherfucking uh, King Joffrey. His brother committed suicide last season. Like you don't sacrifice the story for characters because, as they say, the game doesn't change, the players do. 
that's just a fucking motivation of life, period. Fuck urban, white, whatever. You got to stick to the script. And that's the problem with power. It's like once they get a certain reaction from a certain portion of the audience on one particular thing, then it's like, oh, we just... We can't sacrifice Ghost. Like, no, Ghost does something every episode that should get him dead or in jail. Like, I remember watching season three. I, I, I watched The Wire every goddamn Sunday. I remember watching it live. And I remember saying to my homie, Stringer going to get killed tonight. He was like, no, they can't take Stringer. I'm like, Stringer dead meat. Stringer dead like <laughs> nigga toast. Yeah. You tripping. Stringer got Omar and Brother Muzon looking for him. Right, and then sure enough, <laughs> when they caught him in that fucking uh, the, the house they was fixing up, it's like, Stringer's, he's done. I told you this shit. And I know this, I didn't even see the new episode, but I saw people tweeting about it like, how the fuck did Dre make it through this episode? And it's just like, yeah, it's just, there is certain shit that's supposed to happen like, that doesn't. You don't line up the distro, get him murdered, then bring Tommy to the scene of the crime. All evidence points to that this gang did this shit. Why do you know all of this and you're still alive? You get murdered off of suspicion alone. Mind you, the whole shit with Kanan, I'm pretty sure that has to come into play. It's like, it doesn't even make sense at this point. People can't do this much fuckery. We just was talking about niggas getting killed over perks. You can't do <laughs> you this can't much do fuckery this much and just fuckery, nothing bro. happened. And it, it, it's just so unbelievable at times that I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. Ghost literally went the whole season in jail trying to act like he wasn't Ghost. And in the blink of rage, beat a correction officer to death. Yeah, somehow. Changed his clothes and they let him out to jail. Somehow Biscuit and uh, Tommy's dad <laughs> like, <laughs> decided to have a change of heart and help no. him. No. What are you doing? Change your plans, buddy. <laughs> change your clothes. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, Tommy stabbing uh, Homeland Security in Proctor's apartment. What the fuck did Proctor do? They didn't even go into that. What the <laughs> fuck did he do to get rid of the blood and the body and all of that shit? Ghost told him this week, he said, did you get your apartment cleaned? Yeah. Professionally, yeah. Do it again. And then do it again. So, apparently, like, it's just, it's a bad product, man. Like, it's just like... <laughs> It's such a bad product, Yo, man. it's almost stressful. I feel bad for watching this shit because, like, every week I'm like, that's it. I'm done. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's funny is the tweets that I was seeing today. I, I saw Diddy. Uh, Diddy tweeted, you know what? Chad and Matt right? I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. Like, yo, that's really how this shit be. It's like you watch it because, like I said, you invested in the character. connected to it. But then when it go off, you like you remember nah. how good it was seasons one and two, and you like all right. At some point, it's going to get back to this. It's it's a parody. Like people don't understand that writers change; they leave. Like Sanford and Son, the first three seasons, I've watched the, the unsung on first. Yeah. They were saying how Norman Lear and them brought in different writers for season four once they went to the whole Julio shit, and then he had the Sanford arms and all that. It's like hey, y'all doing too much, right? It just is what it is. It's like you can tell when the writers that were on a show leave from right. the show because the show has a completely different angle and go like like Entourage. And they started changing that shit up. It's like all right, no, this Entourage. Like last two seasons, of Entourage was awful, awful. Because awful. it's like no matter what trouble they got into, they got out of it. And I'm like, no, that's not how life works. Where the fuck is the adversity? Yeah. Like be having adversity for one and a half. Like episodes. that's what made you like them. The fact that it was like it seemed like they were never going to get over the hump fully. But it's like once they did get over the hump, then it's like, 
Oh, it's just, you know. It's peaches and peaches cream. Peaches and cream. <laughs> and it's like, no, it don't be like that. No, fuck this show. So I was like, I, I, I like power, and I told you I root for it. But, man, that writing is, is after last week, when him and Kanan, <laughs> when Kanan ran up on him out front of the, the when he was getting in the yeah. car, I'm like. It's over. It's over. He about to rock him. Then they get in the car and start talking, and he handed Ghost a gun. I'm like, whoa, what? He's like, yeah, go rob the stash house. <sighs> He's like, what about the bullets? You don't need no bullets. You don't need no bullets. What? These niggas got bullets in here. What happened? <laughs> Ghost comes in and really don't need bullets. A throat chop <laughs> on, on some what taking the shit. He's right upstairs getting the money. It's like, no, nah, this is nuts. But I don't know. We'll, we'll be watching next Sunday. Ghost robbed the stash house. He had Kanan with him. Tommy's just like, you know what? This week, Tommy's like, you know what, Ghost? I understand. <laughs> like, I, I'm gonna watch if it was it anybody I'm... but you. <laughs> I'll watch it when I go in the house, man. I already know. I'm going to be pissed when it goes off. You want to get some of these questions? Yeah, please. We got a lot of questions, I don't man. give a fuck about the rest of these topics. Me neither. Uh, Okay, this is going to get us into a, a lot. All right. I was about to go into the hellos. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, she says, why is, I'm assuming this is a woman. Uh, she says, why is everybody, why does it seem like everybody is so into the interracial dating thing? She's like, as a black woman, I almost find it as an insult that so many white men approach me. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Whoo. You're still how do you a, how do you really feel? You're still at a dune <laughs> Like join the rest of oh us, baby. Oh my god. Um We over here at the interracial cookout. Yeah. You're still at a dune day, baby. Shit. I saw the rooftop of Dune Day on Instagram. <laughs> she must be there right now. She must be at the rooftop of Dune Day. Reporting yeah. live from rooftop of Dune Day here. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh you wanna handle the interracial? We, we, shit is rough. We've got <laughs> Over this topic before, I'm the wrong person to talk to about this, man. I think I've chronicled that I'm 25 percent white. My grandmother uh, is is white. My great grandmother is white. Um, I'm fucking as light as light skin can get. I, I, it's, it's, listen, <laughs> man. This this is and it, I, it was another question in here about dating. <laughs> it's like. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to not insult nobody. Right. That's the that's the main thing. It's um, like it's like listen. It's, I don't have a problem with interracial dating at all. I don't. I told you I have a white uncle. I have white friends. I once dated a white woman. Date whoever you want. Date good people. Is date. My thing. I was listen. This is where I was going. Date, like Chad says, good people. Find someone who enjoys being around you and you enjoy being around love and all of those type things. They don't have a color. They don't have an age. You might find somebody who's 15, 20 years older right. than you or younger than you. Shout out to Kels. You <laughs> never really know, but stop. Like it's it, true story. There was a girl, not my, my, it's funny. My first like crush as a kid, she was a white girl. Right. <clears throat> Dawn, uh, fuck was her last name? Pomponi. I think it was Palm. Yeah, she was Italian. She was. Man, listen. Listen, I was in love with this Italian girl when I was in high school. She used to wear snakeskin, like, cowboy boots. Yeah. This was way up. This was, like, <laughs> late 80s, early, early 90s. Early days. Yeah. 
She used to dress like them sluts. Well, here we go again. Like them, <laughs> like the white girls in like rock videos, yeah. like them real slutty white. She used to dress like that, and I was just, man, I'm gonna get me one of them <laughs> in a Harley <laughs> and just ride out this motherfucker. In a Mussolini. But no, the first chick I really had a thing for, uh, like on some like I'm a really I'm a I'm a you know I'm a go at her type yeah. joint. We was I was in sixth grade, she was in eighth, and I was just so into her. And I became a safety after school just because she was a safety right. too. Like, gotta get this time. Let me get my orange belt <laughs> and get around it. You know what I'm saying? See where her head at. And one day after school, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm coming at it today. And I mean, I I laid my game down quite flat. You know what I'm saying? Like sweetness, where you parked at? <laughs> like I was on it. This bitch gonna tell me, oh Matt, you know you're a friendly guy and everything, but you know I, I like I like light skinned boys, and I'm like. What the fuck did I got to do with anything? And she was like, you know, like she straight told me, like I like light skinned boys, and I'm like, funky bitch. And <laughs> you know, going my hair with this orange belt on, like a fucking clown. <laughs> I got this dumbass, <laughs> dumbass orange belt on. on I'm out here directing <laughs> traffic. Yo, about to get smacked. And you color struck, bitch. Bro, real talk. And Smack later on in, like, in life, we we lost, we disconnected or whatever. And she went to a different high school and shit. We was in middle school. Yeah. She uh she wound up like. Marion, a fucking light skinned dude or whatever, and they had like he almost killed her. Like they had like this whole big domestic shit, that and, shit crazy. and I remember Ross was like falling out because I was like, "You see, you see what? See that light skinned boy?" And Ross <laughs> like, "Yo, you're a piece of shit." Like I'm like, "No, nah. her like, fault, not mine." I'm like, "No," nah, because it's like you, you people had this thing where it's like, "Oh, I'm only gonna find what I want in this," and it's like, "No, that's wrong." That's not how life works. Like it doesn't work. At like the that. end of the day, you gotta identify qualities in a person exactly that match up to <clears throat> create shared values so that what they like and what you like have some sort of crossover you know what I'm saying into where y'all can enjoy those things together if they say opposites attract but you still have to have some things in common that you both enjoy doing that override exactly. the differences that you may have a big difference could be you're black and she's white you're fucking Spanish and she's Asian, whatever the case may be. But I think that as a whole, as a people, we should be working toward. I thought we were over it, but the last couple of years showed us that the racism shit is just as bad yeah. as it ever was. But we should be working for those of us who don't subscribe to a racist doctrine or or any type of bigotry. We should be collectively working towards uniting our communities and uniting one another against the people that are against it one of my homies like from like long like lifelong homies like i've known him 20 some years he literally would always tell us like i'm not married a black woman he's like he told us he was like he's like flat out i'm not married a black so he wound up marrying a, a dominican girl mm -hmm. and they lived down south whatever and he was telling me was like you know <laughs> they went to like his family was having like a situation up here he yeah. brought her up here and his cousins He's like they, you know, they black. They like, oh, what you couldn't find a nice black woman. He was like, no, no, I look, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Next, <laughs> my uh, my high school girlfriend that I was in love with that I thought I was gonna marry. She was uh, she's Spanish. She's a uh, Costa Rican and Colombian. Like, and I loved her to fucking death. You know what I'm saying? That was that relationship was unraveled because I'm a piece of shit. Not because like you know what I'm saying any differences or anything like that. But good woman, great family, all that shit. Like, and I got by with the family because I was light skinned like them. Uh, <laughs> 
I dated a Dominican, and it, they she ain't really work out. It, they they was cool. I know they was saying little slick shit when I left and yeah. shit. But when I was there, they was they was nice. But she she was awesome. Also, I I am a, too. I'm a piece of shit. But uh, well, it was. I'm a reformed man. piece of yeah, shit. At the time, I was a piece of shit. But uh, yeah, I, I dated a Dominican. I dated a white girl. I dated a Colombian. It's like yeah, man. Yeah, I dated a ton, a bunch of Asian girls. Don't get me started with them. But goes to that. Um, this girl, you're way too angry. Um, <laughs> you know, let some love into your heart, man. Yeah. You never know that that fucking uh Biff or Chip that's approaching you might be the might be able to literally change your life and change how you not only like financial maybe, but how you look at things and open you up to new experiences that things that you didn't know you liked or whatever the case may be. So it's like, I get it. Like you want to, you know, stick with what you like or whatever the case may be. But sometimes we never really fully understand ourselves or know what we like for real. real real. It just might be based off of familiarity and experiences that we just think that this is what we want. I'll say this with all that's going on now with the whole transgender thing and the, the the, uh, LGBT and everything that's going on in the world. I, I hate hate. I, I, that's my. That's the only thing I hate is hate. I just don't understand. It, it, what's the point in it? If something ain't for you, it's not it, cool. Right. Let whoever want rock out, rock out. And I say that because I watch the things that happen and I watch the things that go on, and it's like, yo, a lot of these prejudices and a lot of a lot of this hate that go on, it's the same thing that black people went through, right. all the way up until. Today, yeah. you know what I'm saying? All like until it, this morning. It didn't even <laughs> stop in the 50s, yeah. 60s, 70s. It's like it just got contained for a small part. But it's it's the same thing. It's like people don't realize like your grandfathers and great grandmothers and all of that. They was getting beat and tortured just yeah. because they looked a certain way. And over history has shown us that there were a lot of white people that were helpful to the black and the civil rights Real movement tough. and all of that shit because. If not, how the fuck does it gain any legitimacy if there aren't liberal white people that are willing to help? Like, because they already wasn't taking black people serious as it was. So without the help of these fucking these white people over different periods of time, we might not even progress as far as we did. Yeah. So it's like look we at, gotta uh, look at look the at whole like picture. The Django, you know what I'm saying? You see movies like that, like yeah. where Schultz is literally helping Jamie Foxx find his wife and they kill the the, the, the boss and Samuel is crying. Right. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like just cut the hate shit out, man. Like let some love into your life, into your heart, man, and just try to be better today than you was yesterday. Absolutely. Like, I, Stop worrying about all that foolishness. Uh, here go another joint. I just want to start by saying congratulations to you guys on a successful show. Uh, my question is sports-related. Looking at how the NBA has shaped out, a lot of teams built bulking up. What teams do you have in the playoffs? Uh, and with football season around the corner, also bull predictions for NFL MVP. Peace, stay blessed. That's from one of our uh, mutual Twitter Homie, who normally is talking a lot of shit and making a lot of jokes. So to see him speaking so <laughs> right. clearly and, and eloquently, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. But uh, all right, uh, NBA wise, uh, I'm expecting the Wizards and the Bucks to make a huge jump in the East with all the player movement and all of that shit that took place uh, with that. So I still got Cleveland and Boston at the top. You can basically flip a coin for who's number one. Um, I'll be able to make a final prediction once they finalize what the fuck they're going to do with Kyrie, which they're saying it might be Minnesota. They got to wait till the 15th of this month to add Jeff Teague into any deal. So it might end up being Teague and Wiggins for Kyrie to Minnesota, which would make sense for both teams. Um, And I think that would put Cleveland ahead of Boston again if they do that. 
Um, the rest of the East, like outside of them, like four teams, add Toronto in. After that, it's like cut the deck with the rest of them guys or whatever like that. I hope the Heat make the playoffs this year for Dion's sake. Um, and I would hope that he would probably make a push, go from averaging 16 to averaging 20 this year. Uh, West, as far as the West goes, you got the Warriors and then the rest of y'all. The Warriors and the rest of these niggas. Um, the Warriors are obviously going to win this shit, barring like Kevin Durant getting assassinated and Steph Curry getting hit by a car. <laughs> um, we can just go ahead and fast forward to like June 11th or whatever the fuck the final start, and they're going to do this shit again. It's like Houston, yeah, you got CP3, not enough. Uh, OKC, you got Paul George, not enough. Um, the Spurs are basically bringing back their whole team, with the exception of like I think Jonathan Simmons is leaving, not enough. Um, Minnesota adding publicity Kyrie might put them into a top four spot, but they're losing Wiggins and his perimeter defense, so I don't know if that's enough. But you got Jimmy Butler, so they'll make a jump probably to a top five or six team or whatever like that. But it's not gonna be an interesting season. Warriors and the Cavs. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty LeBron's much. still the best player in the world. I was arguing yesterday. Warriors about still the, the best team. I was arguing yesterday <sighs> about the whole uh uh best player ever thing. And uh old head, you know, and my job was running off with the Jordan shit and I'm telling him, I'm like, yo, LeBron really, really is like it's a serious argument. Like Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, Give me a give me a, a your honest reason why you say that. I'm like, This is my whole thing with LeBron. And I'm a Kobe and AI guy. LeBron is entering his 15th year in the NBA. And he's still the best player. He literally, in the finals just now, led the finals in points, rebounds, assists, and field goal percentage, and averaged a 30-point triple-double. Nobody you've ever seen in their 14th year is doing that. Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, I mean, uh, Magic, Bird, Jordan, none of them. LeBron is 15 years in. He's the best player on the, on the court. That's just nuts. Man. That just don't make sense. Mind you, I was trying to explain to him, he's, what, seventh or eighth all-time in scoring? He's got 28,000 points. Yeah. Kareem has 38. LeBron needs 10 racks to catch him. He might do that. And the knock on LeBron is that he's not a scorer. scorer right. So for him to not be in a scorer, for him to be a facilitator first and end, and up, end up number one, <laughs> number two in scoring, that say a lot about this dude. Because yeah. everybody else that's high on that scoring list, they're not as high on the assist list. They're not as high on the triple-double list. Yeah. They're not as high on the rebound list other than Kareem and Karl Malone. Right. It's just what it is. Duncan's not that high on the points list. Oh, okay. Like, for him to be that high on points, right, right, right. that high on assists, he's already third in triple-doubles yeah. ever. It's like, I really don't understand where the, 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 the flat-out, oh, no. This is my thing. When you And this is what I'm going to leave it at. When you're arguing individual things like best player ever, best defender ever, best rim protector ever, best player overall in the game of basketball, why is it that when you argue individual things, the first thing y'all bring up are team accomplishments? Right. Jordan didn't win six chips. The Bulls won six right. chips. Jordan didn't go 72-10. and 10. The Bulls went 72-10. and 10. Understand that. LeBron has been on good-ass teams. He's been on a couple great ones. Jordan was on the best team ever at one point. Right. It's just what it was in the 90s, playing against teams that just weren't that great. Jordan never had to face teams like LeBron faced. In my home, in my hood, like, how? I'm like, yo, do you realize that the MVP from this season, the finals MVP from this season, and the runner-up to the MVP from this season were on the same, same staff <laughs> against LeBron in the finals? Do you realize that? Do you realize Jordan never faced? Jordan, none of the only people who pa faced that were Magic and Bird. Because both those teams were loaded with right, right, right. all-star Hall of Famers. Yeah. 
But that's it. LeBron just beat a team that went 73-9 and nine with a dude who won the unanimous MVP who made 400 threes in a season. He beat them in the finals. That team came back with the best pure scorer in basketball. Yep. No one ever faced that. So it's an argument. It's going to go on forever. All I'm saying is LeBron is it, – it's he's it's a it's a legitimate argument. I'd yeah. rather argue that I than mean, who's going to win between Fo- Co- Floyd and McGregor. Kobe's my favorite player of all time. Like, I respect the man's game, his work ethic, and all that shit above everybody. LeBron passed him when he beat that 73-9 team. It's just what it is. Like, the caliber of opponent and the way he was able to beat them and coming back from down 3-1, he did some shit we've never, literally never seen before. And you, you, you know when I, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a smart mouth motherfucker. So it's like, when I argue with somebody and I leave them, like, to where they can't speak, it's the funniest shit ever. Because <laughs> he was like, they only won that shit because Draymond got suspended. I'm like, well, here's the knock with that. Draymond got suspended for game five, right? Came he back. played in game six. And he played in game seven. And Draymond in game seven had the game of his life. If I'm not mistaken, he had 35, 16, and nine. Draymond was there. Yeah. He was like, boom. <laughs> and I walked the fuck off. I'm like, it's nothing you can say. It's like, you can tell me Draymond didn't play game five, but he played every other game. Yeah, and he had time. the best game he had in the whole season in game in seven. In his career. Real talk. 35-16-9 and nine in game seven. They lost at home. Yeah. Don't, don't hit me with that. Everything was in their favor. Everything. And they lost. He took that shit from him. Took it. Just like last year, Westbrook took the MVP from fucking Harden. Like, he took that Do shit. Do you have a prediction for the NFL MVP, he said? Uh, I like uh, Carr. Oh, from uh, Oakland. Oakland. Quarterback. You know I'm prejudiced, so <laughs> I'm thinking Dak, Dak rolled off the MVP <laughs> this year. Why not? We got a rookie of the year. Might as well go ahead out there and get an MVP this yeah, I th- season. I think, I think Carr going to win it. Um, I th- It's going to be between – I all I really give a fuck about is them versus the Patriots in the West in the AFC conference final. That's all I give a fuck about. I I, me, shout out to Midget John and JT. We just want to see the black punter act the <laughs> fucking fool. The black punter is the coolest nigga on the planet. We just want to see that nigga act crazy. But uh, NFL MVP prediction, I, it's not a prediction. I just want it to happen. Right. I want I want Dak to get one. It would be dope. They they uh they released the joint said the Cowboys, uh. Vegas got them winning the NFC East at eleven and five. Vegas has the Patriots going sixteen and zero. Oh shit! I'm like, what the fuck, man? Who like, are they playing? I gotta look at their schedule. Apparently, like, they... they're playing Bach and fucking <laughs> basketball. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Sixteen and zero is what Vegas got them going at. Shit, they got the Eagles coming in at third place in NFC at nine and whatever the seven, other number is when seven. you win nine. Uh, the Giants second. Giants are second, and then the Redskins are fourth. Um. That was that. I, those were the Jones I noticed when I saw it. Patriots sixteen and zero, Cowboys eleven and five, and they had some. Uh, the Raiders. They had the Raiders at twelve and four, I believe. Yeah. So Raiders good man, top to bottom. Raiders very very good team. Uh, they got beast mode coming in there. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, them versus the Patriots. That's all I really give a fuck about for the whole entire season. Uh, okay. Here's another question. If Meek's career was turned over to you to manage starting today. What would you do differently with both with both his image and this wins and losses project that you haven't seen done? Uh, general consensus is that the album is dope, but what would your strategy be to ensure that the music isn't quickly forgotten and to pers- fix the perception of him constantly taking L's? I think that's done. I think that's done. I think that's been I think over. that's done. Um, I mean, the the main thing would be the frequency with which he releases music. Um, not to overshadow this project, but he should have 
something else coming like by like back to school time. Even if it's like just another Meekin music EP or whatever like that, that should definitely be a thing. Um, what I would definitely increase is the quality of videos that they're shooting. Like he has an on-staff videographer, Will Nego, and I know Will uh, from back in the day, very talented uh, videographer or whatever. But I think they need to shoot some better videos because, like, they did a video for uh, We Ball, which is one of the three best songs I saw, on the I album. Did, I didn't even me. click on it when I saw it. All it is is just, like, tour footage, and it's just it's, like – It's like not a – like Y'all uh, are cheating. It's like a montage. It's like a – um. what's the song we was talking about with Jeezy? The girls, if she don't know that, she the – she not the one. The uh, what's the the Jeezy song everybody loves? The Jeezy song. The, the they hit fuck them they hating anyway. Uh, oh uh uh uh, I just corporate thugging. Jamaica, corporate thugging, yeah. Like that video. Yeah, it's like yeah. a it's like a montage of like tour like footage. It's not really shows. shit it's that not, they put together. Yeah, and it's like you're cheating how good Young Thugs and Meek's performance is on the record by not doing a performance based video yeah. for a song like that, like. Uh, he should definitely make more records in the vein of Open, the record with Todd Dollar Sign. Like more, not that he should start making whole albums like that, but that should be a focus going forward. I'm going to sprinkle in two or three of these joints yeah. with all of the super duper anthems and the hard shit because his music lives in the clubs, but this is the first album where it's living on the charts. Mm -hmm. He's got seven songs in the Billboard Hot 100. He's never had that yeah. before. So already he did a book. I just re had to recheck the numbers. He did 98,594 or whatever. So he did 100,000 his first week. He did 37 the second week. And... um. The album is performing. It's not outselling Dreams Worth More Than Money, but it's outperforming his last two yeah, album cycles yeah. or, wh or whatever. And he just needs to – it's like more of the same, and he's doing media at a more rapid pace than he's ever done it. He did every media – every urban media outlet except for uh, Breakfast Club, and he got a problem with them, so I understand why he didn't do Breakfast Club. But he did every other one. Like, I wouldn't mind getting him up here. Oh uh, man, listen! If anybody out there listening, you know that can that can plug us. Talk, uh, talk, uh, ready, whoever out there that can plug us. We definitely, Rob, you fake connected. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Get us. We're coming to him. You know what I'm saying. The uh, I, I'll say this with with the uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, what did you just say about the album performing? Oh, I'm saying I'm saying like it's it's not outselling his last album. But it's outperforming it, as far as like the 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 type of records he's making are different. That's records. what I was going to go to. Meek has, I feel like all of the the L shit, all of that. That's just that's the thing of the past. Yeah. He's bounced back wonderfully, honestly. Yeah. My thing with the only knock I got with the album or anything he's doing right now is the features, and that's the problem with losing to Nicki Minaj, not having Drake, right, right, right. not like realistically. Why hasn't there been a Jay Z feature on none of these albums yet? Well, he 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 actually had one on the first album, but it didn't make it, and then they re-released it as this like a one-off record or whatever. And they, I guess Jay didn't clear it, so they didn't do nothing with it. But it was like a shitty record, honestly. I, that's what I honestly I thought that was gonna happen on this yeah. album, like a Jay feature. And We've been waiting for a Jay feature since I'm a Boss remix. Like he's on, <laughs> he's with Rock Nation he still, is. right? That's they part of his management. So I, I, I just, it, you would think that that would have happened already. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the features on the album, I mean, they cool. I really like the one ball. Uh, he's got the funny name. Uh, it's a singer or a rapper? Rapper. I just was listening to the shit. Who lights? 
No. The uh, yeah, lights, camera, Light, yeah, lights, I'm camera, yeah, 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 lights, camera. Yeah, that's he got name. it spelled a funny way. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. But I liked him. <clears throat> Quavo is Quavo, so right. you gonna get what you. And Ross, I feel like Ross is, you know, he's on his uh back nine right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he got a amazing performance out of Gotti on this album. That's one of the best raps I heard all year. You know, I'm not the biggest Gotti fan, but it it the, it is a good. He's talking that shit. Yeah. It's a good record. Um. Gotti's verse is so good. I'm kind of like I kind of cut the record off before I get to Ross, and I like Ross a lot. It's kind of weird. Like that's what I mean. <laughs> like Ross is on the, yeah. you know, the it's just like more of the same shit. I think Thug might have like feature of the year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thug shit is just. It's crazy. not even close. Yeah, it's, it's just not real close. good. But um, yeah, that's it. Other than that, I I think the album's terrific. Yeah, I, like I love it. You know, he's definitely, like you said, doing way more media now, doing way more things than I've seen him yeah. do before. So I've seen him doing, like, radio stations and D- little small radio stations in D.C. and fucking uh, station, new station that just got launched in Atlanta. Like, he he he's he hustling. Like, he, yeah. he's running the media circuit. You know what I'm saying? He did Angie Martinez. He did Ebro. Like, yeah. he, he's making the right moves. Okay. Uh, what do you do if you catch the mother of your children smashing in your bed? You sleep in... Uh, y'all live rough life. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, do you want the PC answer or the OJ answer? <laughs> I mean, PC or the OJ. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the mother of your kids, so you can't kill her. So that's the that's you know what I'm saying. You got to take that into account. You don't want your kids to end up in the system because you going to jail and she you and she going to be you had to go to her family had to go to a funeral. So don't whatever you do, don't kill her, bro. You know what I'm saying? But if anything, this should just be an awakening that whatever you thought was going on ain't going on, my man. <laughs> Yo, like somebody the other day we was in the shop and they was talking about calling cheaters. And I'm like, Yo, oh, if, shit. if you got to call cheaters, it's already over. They cheat. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you like got, if I got to call a fire department, my house is already on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you don't walk in, everything cool, and be like, let me call the cops. <laughs> like, nah, that don't make sense. No, somebody move my motherfucking painting. <laughs> yeah. Y'all need to take a note of this shit just in case it come up missing. So I'm like, like, what if, like, and I was like, I like, what you call cheaters? And then these motherfuckers is out there in two church vans. Fucking rate, waiting to jump out on a bitch because she in the bar with this nigga for $2 Tuesdays. And now you got running there with all these fucking cameras. Like, or even worse, she getting partied or some shit like that. Yeah. It's like some shit you just, like, some shit you better off just going on the hunch and just, like, rather than finding out the full truth and yeah. then killing yourself. Remember old school? <laughs> when you walked in and shit. Like, yeah, you don't want that. Like, you, oh, I'm here for the gangbang? Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want that. So it's like, you got called cheaters, bro. They already cheating. They already cheating, man. They already cheating. Don't do it. Uh, Knowing what you know now after years of promoting events, as a new promoter, post having your first successful event, what would be your next move to build on that success? Stop promoting in Philadelphia. <laughs> 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 I was wondering if you was going to be, like, serious. Get the was... fuck out of this market. <laughs> It's actually terrible. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's actually terrible. Get the fuck out of this market. Here's the thing. Like, I've been traveling a lot the last two, three years. Like, and I fucking meet people from other markets. Like, one of my close friends, uh, Javier, DJ Golden Boy, he's, like, running Miami right now. Like, he's fucking controlling one of the biggest tourist markets and nightlife markets in the country. Like, single-handedly. And he still does 
fucking Howard homecoming weekend. He still fucking booked Kevin Hart three times this year for various events in Vegas and in other places. Like when I see shit like that going on, it lets me know that as far as Philadelphia goes, the promoters aren't even scratching the surface of really what this shit can be. I was just with uh guy Wayne from uh, DC for the past weekend or whatever. And uh, just, you know, looking at his event schedule, she has five successful weekly events. That's been going on for about seven years. And where now. is this at? In D.C. Like various, he's got five weekly events. Like he's got like a fucking Wednesday, a, a, a Monday, a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like he has five fucking weeklies. Like he's making, I don't even want to quote the number. He's making stupid amounts of money. So it's like when you realize that like you in a market where you could be putting the, literally the same amount of effort in as these guys, and you're not making 10% of the money, you're really kind of like cheating yourself, so mm. to speak. Like, Which is kind of like why I've fallen back from the shit, because it's like, yo, for all my bright ideas and all my ingenuity and all these fucking fantastic ideas that I have, the market is unable to fully support it in the way that I need it to to make financial sense. And not just to put money in my pocket, but to be able to continue to do the dope shit that needs to happen that could change you here over and over and over again. So that's the problem. But what I would say is, if you coming off a successful event, what you need to focus on, kind of what Tyler was saying last week, is honing in on your audience. Even if it's only a 250 person audience or whatever, but create an experience for those people. That's almost like tailor made to them. That makes them want to come and bring a friend or two or three or whatever case may be. And then you look up and you got a 500 person audience. You look up and you got 700. Then you look up and you got thousands like focus in on who your audience is, the type of things that they like and bring them experiences that are specific to them and build your shit up and don't necessarily focus on collaborating with other promoters or whatever because they may end up diluting your product if you have a direct vision for it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch Straight in Places? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your ignorant? <laughs> Said he karate man. Karate man bleed on the inside. Dog, I watched Straight in Places the other day. I was fucking crying. Yeah, yo. That was one of the funniest movies ever. This Eddie nigga, Murphy, man. they was trying to lure him into the car. He's like, get in. It's warm in here. Bro. Whiskey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, rest of the questions are pretty stupid. <laughs> um, I had one in my uh, I had one in my uh, in my text in my no my in my DM that said, "What is the over under on returned clothes this weekend?" After <laughs> I already <laughs> know who wrote that. Seventy <laughs> percent. Uh, uh, next question. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be a lot of return. Clothes didn't seem like they were that expensive. The uh, that was that was me. That was that was a joke though, people. The um, hands <laughs> over here falling out. Uh, but uh, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about? Nah, not really, man. Like I said, at the beginning of the show, man. Rest in peace, my guy Zeke. Uh, rest in peace, Killy, man. Rest in peace, Killy. Uh, you know, me and Matt both took some losses. People that we really care about the last couple weeks. Um, overall, we just appreciate all the support on the show. Y'all keep us going. Um, we got some potential big things in the works. Uh, shout out to uh, Brandilly MC for supporting the show. And, uh, you know, always got to shout my guys, man. Uh, Steph and Mir, man. They become like my favorite people up here. Yeah. Uh, dope shows. You know, they got Jeezy coming up. 
Friday, the eleventh. Uh, so if you haven't already, go to Ticketmaster.com. Get y'all tickets for uh for for dope shows with uh you know with Jeezy, PNB Rock, YBS Scola, Black Poppy, and Poundside Pop this Friday. Um, if you want the Section One Hundred Three tickets, DM DTE Mir or DM uh dope. Steph. Vinny dot chase underscore or dope shows. I don't even know how the underscores are, but dope underscore shows underscore. I there you go. DM them. You can get the one section one hundred three tickets there. Bring them to your door, and um, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much everything, man. You know, we we grateful to have a platform to be able to come talk shit and educate y'all every single week, and we appreciate the fact that y'all. Yeah, listen. man. We got we got something that could be brewing big. Yeah, We're not gonna get ahead of ourselves. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> but. but Fingers crossed. Go and talk shit if it all goes down. <laughs> want to talk some shit? Yeah, you want to talk some <laughs> shit, bitch? But, uh, yeah, man, like, like Chad said, though, man, grateful. Like, to have literally this whole, like, literally, man, I'm talking about, like, I didn't realize, like, people who would see me every day, like, yo, man, what's up with a new episode? Uh, Tuesday, you know, Chad was gone. I was doing something, like, you know, we probably get it on Tuesday. Then Tuesday come. What's up with the new episode? What's up with the new episode, cuz? <laughs> Oh, nah, look, we, you know, I don't know, it'll probably be like Thursday because I'm off and then check. The Friday, duh. You told me, like, look, my fault, you know. So to have people like that, like, anticipating yeah. episodes, man. Yeah, it means a lot. You know, like, people literally, I had like six or seven people. I'm talking about, like, two people on a bus, like, get on, like, why y'all don't just do, like, two or three a week? And just, I'm like, uh, we, you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> mind a sponsor. Get a, get a sponsor. You know what I'm saying? So it's Do like a million yeah. shows a week. Yeah, we would really. <laughs> but yeah, like he said, man, it's dope to have this uh, platform, have this uh, situation. We can come in here, talk, you know, joke, play around. It's all in good nature, Absolutely. all in good fun, man. I, I ain't really got nothing else to say. That's about it, we'll man. Go home, watch Power and eat these turkey chops. <laughs> Can't wait to hear Matt's reaction to power. <laughs> hey, you already know I'm gonna be on your lines immediately when it's done. Did 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 did, did Rob text you? No. You, you notice Rob wasn't like responding to none of the group chat. Yeah. So I, I texted him the other day because I was on his block. Like I just happened to be on his block. Yeah. Somebody else, and he didn't respond. This was like Wednesday. This nigga texted me yesterday at like one in the morning. Yo, what's up, God? I turned my phone off. What's up with you? I'm like, <laughs> nigga. Why did you do that? <laughs> What's your problem? It's been three days. What the hell? <laughs> it's 2017. You Yo. can't be going off the grid like that, dog. Yeah, right. Acting like he had some bricks landing yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> I turned my phone off. Yeah, I didn't want my phone pinging off the cell phone towers. <laughs> He's doing. Funny dude. But, uh, yeah, we out of here. Ain't nothing this else. This is really. episode 30. Is this 30? This 30? Justice snores. Yeah, just, yeah. just as, uh, Wake up. Just going Scarface on the board. All right, y'all. Uh, episode 30 in the can. Make sure y'all stay tuned for uh, some upcoming shows that we got, some potential guests and all that shit. And, uh, oh, because the, the, people are knocking on my door for the y'all weird shirts. Uh, the design is done. I just got to upload it to the website. So we did. All right, cool. We yeah, figured it. We, we, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, go, go new, to realismerchever.com. New merch coming. Y'all weird shirts coming. Hopefully get the Migos for President Sharing yeah. done. Uh. Oh, and the fatigue uh, TRP. Yeah, hats. I got all, a lot of. I wore I wore the TRP <laughs> fatigue hat one day, motherfuckers. I ain't see that on, on the. It's not on there. It's not right? on there. It's exclusive. Yeah, but yeah, we are gonna get the fatigue TRP hats yeah. up. Um, the new T-shirts coming. Uh, fall is right around the corner, so hopefully we get these hoodies popping. Hoodies, long sleeve tees. Uh, Deuce asked me, he's like, "Yo, when am I gonna come up there and get my fifteen minutes?" 
Oh, the dirty young nigga segment. Dirty young, young nigga Young segment. dirty nigga segment. Yeah, exactly. I told Deuce we'll try to finagle you in yeah. sometime <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> try to get you in there. But no, we're going to get him up here. Um, I actually got a uh, one of the questions was like, when y'all going to have a pastor back up here? I'm like, football season is about to start. Yeah. And they got a football podcast. So we'll get Carl and right. Freck to come up here. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Uh. Other than that, though, man, you already know, YouTube, Realist Podcast, ever. we're over 200 subscribers now. Lit. 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 The comments are slowly creeping up again on yeah. uh, iTunes or whatever. But uh, download the show, subscribe, tell a friend, rate, leave a comment. Send me some money. Yeah, send me some money to <laughs> Rowan on that one, shit. It was, uh, all of the above, man. We appreciate y'all, and uh, episode 30 is in the books. We out. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.